helping you out with your spiritual journey and bringing you all things metaphysical and paranormal this is outside the crystal ball podcast with your hosts emily minton and reverend ronald flores hi everyone and welcome to episode 16 of outside the crystal ball i'm emily minton and i'm joe nyshaw As you can see, Ronnie is not here with us this week. He is on hiatus for a few episodes. Our friend Joe from Black Creek Paranormal is filling in. You guys, we've talked about Joe before. She's not new to the podcast. You've probably seen her if you're watching us on YouTube. Um, She's part of our paranormal team at Black Creek. We are so grateful for you to come and fill in. Thank you so much. We have a super packed show today. We're going to announce the winner of the gift card to RevRonaldFlores.com. We are going to talk about the King of Swords tarot card. We are discussing the big topic today is we're going to discuss our clairs and what that means. And then we're going to use Joe as a guinea pig for some psychometry (laughs) practice. (laughs) So that will be really fun. And it is an activity that you guys can do at home. You can practice this with friends, with family. So we'll show you how to do that. But let's first announce the winner of the gift certificate. Ronnie took all of the names that um, were that you commented on the YouTube channel before the 18th, midnight on the 18th or whatever, um, the whatever the deadline, I think that was the deadline, right. the 18th. So the, the winner was Marine Life 420. So he, Ronnie, will be reaching out to you via email to give you all the details on your prize. Congratulations. You are going to absolutely love having a tarot reading or life coaching with Ronnie. I know, Joe, you've done it a couple times. Oh, yeah. You're definitely in for a treat. It's, I've done it a couple times. It's really, really great. So congratulations. Those of you who did not win this giveaway, we will be doing so many more in the future. So stay tuned to how to uh, see how to win, win those. So on our episode today, we are going to start with our tarot card of, of the week. And this is normally Ronnie's thing, Joe. I'm going to give it a <laughs> shot this week. Um, he's been trying to teach me as we go. And I do tend to pull a card every day to learn what each of these cards mean. I think that's the best way to do it. This one has come up for me um, three days in a row. And three days in a row, it's been reversed. So that meant something to me. So that's why I, I focused on the King of Swords this week. So the King of Swords is the top of the sword suit. Each of the each of the suits, excuse me, has a different meaning. The sword suit it it represents communication. It represents ideas, thoughts, phrases, things like the pen is mightier than the sword. The truth hurts. Those are things that you're going to see with the King of Swords. Now, if you look at the card, you can see that his sword is tilted just a little bit. That indicates that he is ready to spring into action. So when you get through a suit in the tarot deck, you've gone through the numbers, you've gone through the page, the knight, the queen, and you have made it to the king. That means you have learned all the lessons that suit has to offer, and you are ready to take action and make a move. It doesn't, uh, it, it, it could be your career, it could be a, a, a romantic relationship, it could be lots of different things, but you've done the work to get where you need to go to make that happen. And that's what the upright king of swords represents. But this he, is reverse. Right. And I'm going to tell you what reverse means in just a minute. But reverse <laughs> isn't always bad. And I, when I started you know, re- learning the tarot cards, I thought you know, every reverse card is bad, and it's not. You, you know, there will be a lot of cards where the reverse is actually better than the upright. Right. In this case, if you pull the king of swords, you are ready to take action. 
if you're referring to a romantic relationship or even a friendship, it's time to take a mature, a rational approach to that relationship, uh, whether that might mean, you know, it's time to move forward, make the, take the next step. Right. Maybe it's time to cut ties. It, it's time to make some choice there. In your career, you've done what you've needed to do. You have done the hard work already and you are ready to ask for that promotion. You're ready to ask for a raise. You're ready to apply to that next job. You've done the hard work and it's time to reap the benefits. If you get the King of Swords reversed for three days in a row, <laughs> it means to, to let go of control. It means it's time to step back, hands off, let what needs to happen happen so that everything can be balanced. That's a big problem for me is I like to make sure that I have done the things and I, everyone else around me has done the things that I want to happen to get the intended outcome. And when you pull the reverse King of Swords, he's telling you to stop. So basically just like letting, like giving it to the universe and let it unfold. Exactly. Let gotcha. what needs to happen, happen. So this was a really good card. I liked, I, I learned when I studied this, that not only is that the, it, it means that all the other lessons have been learned if you pull a king. But even the reverse in this case isn't that bad. You know, no, no, it's, no. it's really good advice, quite honestly. Right. You know, hands off for a little bit. Right. Hands off. So hopefully I did Ronnie proud with that tarot card this week. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully he's not somewhere listening, shaking his head like, oh, bless her heart. So um, our main topic this week are the Claire's. Now, as a medium, as a psychic, you need to know what your your most dominant clear is. Hopefully, once you're developed completely, you can use all of your clears pretty equally to obtain information. Now, I have yet to be able to do that. In fact, I can't use but maybe three of my clears right now. Um, I, I don't interpret it as well, you know, some of them as well as others. Now, the prefix clear just actually means clear in French. So when we put it on top of a word like clear, clear audience, that just means clear hearing, clear cognizance, clear knowing, clear sentience, clear feeling, clairvoyance, clear seeing. And it's how spirit communicates with us. So I'm going to speak to you guys as a medium. I can't, while I do believe everyone that is a psychic is a medium and vice versa, my psychic skills aren't as good as some others. So I do work primarily as a medium. Now, some things I do get psychically. And a lot of that will come to me through clairsentience, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. But spirit sends it in a lot of different ways. He might, spirit might send you an image um, of a race car, right? Or you might hear a race car in your ear, or you might just have a feeling of being in the stadium and right. being in the stands. So sometimes you're going to get information in a lot of ways. And one of my mentors, um, her name is Amy Utzman. She's a psychic medium. She's amazing. She explained to me this way. It's like learning another language. Trying to communicate with spirit is like trying to communicate with someone who doesn't speak your language. So if you came to me speaking Italian and I speak English, you are going to try to communicate with me in ways that you know and vice versa. And we are trying to meet somewhere in the middle, in the middle, hence the medium, to right. figure out what is being said. Now, um, I like to, before I go into a reading, I like to do a, a quick meditation and just ask my guides to bring me information in ways I understand. 
I have clairs that are stronger than others. My clairsentience is the very strongest. My clairvoyance is pretty good. Bring it to me if you can in those ways, because that's what I'm going to understand the most. Now, I have worked with people who have are their strong suit is clairaudience, so they ask for that method. Does that mean that's what they're going to give you? No, <laughs> it doesn't. And um, I wish it were that simple. We're going to go through today the different clairs. We're going to talk a little bit about how to, to make that practice that, I guess, would be a good way to put it. And, and towards the end, how to tell which, which clear is your strongest suit. So I want to start with clairvoyance because you asked a really good question before we got started about clairvoyance. You yeah, were, I, I, I wanted to know the difference between being clairvoyance or clairvoyance and psychic. Right. You know, like when I, I've had many psychic readings done, mm-hmm. right? And I always think that, you know, the person across the table is like literally getting like photos, like mm-hmm. pictures, like they're in moments and stuff like that. Is that the same as being clairvoyant? So it is, but it's more than that. Clairvoyance gotcha. is a piece of it. So if someone is clairvoyant, they have the clear seeing, they're going to use that modality more than maybe hearing or feeling or smelling or tasting um, when doing a reading for you. It does get associated with psychic work a lot more than um, the other ones do, the other clears do. I tend to find clairvoyance, even though I'm pretty good at it, it's a little more frustrating than the others because it's a lot of second guessing. It's a lot of trying to interpret what it means. So I'm going to use that race car analogy again. Right. Let's say spirit shows me a race car. Now, let me let me stop there. You're not seeing this with your physical eye. You're seeing this in your mind's eye, guys. And that's why meditation is so important to this practice because you have to learn to open that third eye up to be able to receive this information. So let's say spirit shows me a race car. Well, does that mean that the person I'm reading for, their, their, their person that is crossed over, was a race car driver? Were they a mechanic? Did they enjoy watching racing on TV? Did they have model cars that they worked on? I don't know. I don't know any of that information, but the person sitting across from me will. So it's important that it's my job just to say, I'm seeing a race car. You take it. You tell me what that means. Now, while we're on the subject of psychic, psychics and clairvoyance, mm-hmm. the psychic, psychic readings that I have had before were showing me things or she was telling me things mm-hmm. that were going to happen mm-hmm. that literally didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. For instance... I had a psychic reading. I was going through a very difficult time in my life. And she was kind of like flash forwarding and she saw me surrounded by alcohol. And I was like, what? This is strange. Fast forward two years later, I worked at a bar. And again, something that I never saw, I never, and I didn't even, and I had the whole psychic reading like recorded. And I remember like it was on, it was on a cassette tape. So it was on a cassette tape and I threw it in a trunk and I didn't even, you know, but she was literally like listening back on it. She was telling me things that were going to happen now with clairvoyance is that what is happening now or are you seeing? It could be both. Okay. Yeah, it can be both. Okay. As a medium, I see things that have happened in the past. Usually, Um, sometimes they'll show me things that could happen in the future. Spirit will. But most of the time they're trying to tell 
the person I'm reading for a message. They're trying to give a message of love of, you know, I watched you graduate last week and it was beautiful. Here's what happened. Yeah. They're trying to, to let you know that they're there. Now, psychic readings do work a little bit differently and they can tell you things like that. So yeah, that would definitely be a clairvoyant thing that that psychic had a clairvoyant moment. They nice. were, she was seeing that. Um, so that's how sometimes it can be just a little bit frustrating, but it's also, in my opinion, I don't want to say easier to see images because of my personality. And I'm so skeptical. I like the images because they're tangible. You know what I mean? Like I can go, okay, yeah, I know I for sure saw, um, somebody robbing a bank. Like I know for sure I saw that. Um, it's not just a gut feeling. So sometimes I think people, I'm speaking for myself. I, people is me. I'm people. Um, it, I rely a little heavier on those images than I really should. Right. Um, but they are, it, it does make it a little bit easier. Now, if you want to practice your clairvoyance, if you think that is your thing and you really like to do it, I cannot stress enough the importance of meditation. And I know people hate to meditate. I don't like to, I like it better now. Really? I like meditating better now than I did. Do you meditate? I shouldn't. I mean, I should, but I shouldn't, is what I'm saying. I've been told to meditate, and it, it's, uh, it, it, I just can't get myself to that place. That's what I struggle with, mm -hmm. like, like literally getting myself to that place and listening to my third eye and, you know, reaching. I, I need help in that. <laughs> <laughs> I will help you, because it is, it's, it was really hard for about a year, and now I, I enjoy it. Now I will go out of my way to do it, because it's so relaxing. Um, also I get a lot of messages that way. Anyway, that's another we'll, story. We'll yeah. talk, we'll talk later. We'll do um, also you want to practice sen sending symbol symbols, with the b -b 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 sending symbols and signs and messages telepathically to a friend. Like we could sit here like this and practice. And I could think in my head, red triangle and try to send that message to you to see if you can, can in intercept it, can, can get it. And it works like I didn't think it would work, and it sounds like You've some. You've done it before, yeah. With like friends mm -hmm. that made I've done it like work. in class before, yeah. That that didn't believe in it, like no. with folks that didn't believe. No, in it. okay, no. They've always. My opinion about that is, if you don't believe in it, you're gonna have a really hard time accepting it. You're gonna have a really hard time opening your mind up and your heart up to this work. So, you, all of my practice has been done with fellow mediums, fellow psychics, people who are in that line of work. Do you believe that most people have these? Every quote, single unquote, person. Yeah, most every single person. people have these powers and they just try. It's kind of like aliens, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, they don't, they don't want to talk about it because if they talk about it, they're, they're, oh. They're crazy. You know, yeah. You're, you're crazy, you know, but so mm -hmm. you do believe that everybody every has single this person. Kind of, but I think that. We don't listen. We don't listen and there's all of these societal norms that say that if you can you know see dead people you're crazy and right. you know if maybe you've seen aliens right you're crazy i'm crazy but for other reasons it's not because i see dead people exactly <laughs> um so they need to i don't know and i think sometimes religion can play into yeah. people not believing because they think it's it's, it's not evil. a good thing right. it's a bad but yeah i think everybody can do it for sure um the other thing that you can do to practice clairvoyance is pick an object, a flower, a car, the crystal ball, a hat, and s stare at it for 30 seconds, 20 seconds. Try to pick, try to 
I don't want to say memorize everything about it, but just really observe it, really study it, and then close your eyes and try to remember every single thing about that object that you can. Um, if it helps to turn your back to that object, keep your eyes open and write down what you remember. That sometimes can help as well. But you want to practice that visualization as much as possible. The more you practice it, the better it's going to get. Um, another way to practice it is to visualize seeing a number. So see the number one in your head. Close your eyes and see the number one in your head. Hold it for 10 seconds, 12 seconds. Go, okay, switch it to the number two. In your head, you're staring at the number two for 10 seconds. Switch it to the number three and so on. Do that for a minute or two. And that's going to increase your ability to visualize. Um, and then something physical you can do that I've seen people do before is your third eye is located between your eyebrows up about, I don't know, an inch maybe. If you just tap that lightly, yeah, I've seen that before. That can even trigger it. During meditation, of course, don't just like be in the grocery store tapping your head, but, you know, be somewhere where you don't look so odd tapping your forehead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do that for a little bit and envision it opening up and envision, you know, the, the, the um, envision spirit being able to send you messages, that's another way you can practice clairvoyance. Right. All right. I think... We are going to move on to clairsentience. This is my favorite, most favorite. It is clear feeling. It is that gut feeling that you have that tells you something bad's going to happen. Don't go down that alley. Or I'm getting ready to be surprised. Have you ever had somebody surprise you and you know that they're going to surprise you and it's nothing but your guts telling you, I'm getting ready to walk into a surprise party or I'm getting ready to, to you know, something, something's good getting ready to happen. I feel it. That's your clear sentience. Um, my husband gets a little frustrated with me because he can't surprise me very often because I figure it out. Like my, my gut tells me something, you know, something's good ha is, is about to happen. This is the most common clear. Most people have this. Most people are really good at this. We just chalk it up to your gut. We chalk it up to that gut feeling. We chalk it up to intuition, which, you know, that is kind of the, the name of this game here. Um, I think my mom probably has that that maybe that's her superpower you think um <clears throat> i remember when i was younger i was uh probably about 18 19 years old i was traveling down to orlando and i was about out the door mm -hmm. and she said i need you to wait for a little while and i was like okay why do you need me to wait and she was like i i just have a bad feeling i need you to wait for a little while can you leave in an hour instead mm -hmm. so i ended up I was like, okay, ma, I'll do it, okay? So I ended up leaving an hour later only to find out if I had left right when I planned, I would have been in a 10-car pileup. Like, more than likely, I would have wow. been in a 10-car pileup on I-4 um, heading towards Orlando. Wow. And there were many, many moments in, well, in my life period that my mom has said, oh, don't take that road, you know, today, or mm -hmm. don't. So you think that that might be her, again, Absolutely. Thing. Yeah. I think your mom, and this is for the listeners, Joe's mom, I think has a, a, a lot of gifts that she hasn't completely recognized yet for yeah. sure. But that was her gut feeling telling her mm -hmm. she couldn't tell me what it was. Yeah. That's clear sentience. Yep. Couldn't tell me. It's what just it a bad was. feeling. It's a good feeling. You're not, you don't really know why you feel that way, but you feel that way. And I think that all of us have, have had those gut feelings mm -hmm. and we just kind of put them off to the side and, you know, later on learn. Oh, yep. 
And it's associated with your solar plexus chakra. So about, I don't know, a couple inches, an inch or two above your belly button is your solar plexus chakra. And that is where you're going to get that feeling. That's where that gut feeling sits. Um, I can actually, when I get into situations that are uncomfortable or I feel like that's about to happen, I can feel, it feels like a knot in my stomach. And I don't know why it's there, but you have to trust it, you know? Part of developing your clairsentience is trusting that gut feeling. The more you trust it, the better it's going to get. If spirit keeps sending you these messages and you keep pushing them off, eventually you're not going to get those messages as much. And again, that's another thing where, you know, you say, oh, I just got a bad feeling about this to somebody. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can be at a part, yeah, you know what, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't have a good, good feeling about this. And you're looked at like, okay all right all right whatever and then you know not until later they realize you know but i don't think that the majority of us actually listen to that yeah and it's such a powerful gift it is and sometimes you have let's say you're going to a party and your gut saying nope don't go but you really wanted to go to that party in orlando and you went anyway you know you just kind of overlook it and and trouble can happen for sure for sure um and i think you can also pick up on it with people you know, I am not a social butterfly. I am the person that I, when I go into a room of people, whether I, I just got back from conference yesterday, no, two days ago for my job. And I was with 3000 other people. It was overwhelming for me. But when I walk into a room, there's people who will go up to other people and, Hey, how are you? This is what my name is. This is my job. It's so nice to meet you. And they're networking and they're having fun. I stand back and I watch because a, it's overwhelming But B, my gut's going to tell me who to trust. My gut's going to tell me where my people are. And I let that happen. And that's when I start to approach people. Right. You will get a feeling of this is a good person or this person's a little bit shady. You can feel that with people. Um, I like to tell the story of my my best friend, Vanessa. Um, She and I met in 10th grade. This one time at band camp. Right. And <laughs> we're that old. Yeah, okay. we're really that old. So we were um, at band camp and we both came from schools where a lot of our friends from our middle schools did not filter into our high school. Right. So we were kind of alone. Now, she is even more, uh, probably a little more shy than I am, but she approached me and she's like, I've never, now that we're, you know, as old as we are, she's approached me. She's like, I've never done that before in my life, but I felt like I needed to come over and talk to you. And she did. And we've been friends since 93. So that was a lifelong friendship. That was her clairsentience saying, you know, here's your person, go get her, go get her. This is going to be your friend for life. So that gives me goosebumps to think about because I knew I've never really thought about that before, but that's just another example of, of your gut telling you what you should and shouldn't do. Um, Sometimes if you're doing a medium reading, I will get, when I, when my clairsentience happens, my throat can sometimes feel tight. Um, that is a kind of an anxiety feeling for me. You can feel joy, happiness. You can feel their personality sometimes. Like you just feel they were funny. You feel they were witty or sarcastic, or maybe they were a little grouchy. You can feel that. Right. Um, the, the best part of it is this feeling of overwhelming love that spirit can give you to give to that person. And that will make you tear up. Every single time it's ever happened to me, I will tear up. It is amazing. The love there on that side is like nothing here. Nothing here. Like it's a fraction here. Uh, it is a fraction here of what they put. And I've told the story before on, on the podcast about how I met my spirit guide and how he kind of proved to me that he was real. And just the love that he 
showered on me that day. I'll never forget it. That was when I went, okay, I'm not crazy. This is right. really <laughs> this happening. Is real. um, you can also feel in your body how they passed sometimes with your clairsentience. So if they had a heart attack, your chest might get tight. Or maybe you feel kind of weird in your abdomen and it was a liver thing. You can sometimes feel that. Maybe wow. your head hurts. Um, and that can be a stroke. That can be epilepsy. That can be dementia. So sometimes you can feel that. You can practice your clairsentience with, guess what, guys? Meditation. Yeah, the M word. The M word. Um, Meditate on your solar plexus chakra. Use those yellow stones that you have. Bumblebee Jasper is a really good one to meditate with. And and practice that feeling. Um, Something else you can do is get a picture from a friend that you don't know. So like your friend's friend from high school or a distant aunt, somebody you've never met before. Get that photo and study it. Look at the picture. Look into the person's eyes in the picture. Feel who they are. Feel what they were feeling in that moment. Try to feel, you know, are they really, really funny? Are they, you know, in this picture, were they sad? Are they happy because someone was getting married? Try to feel that out. And we're going to work a little bit more with that towards the end of the show today with some psychometry, which this is not exactly psychometry, but it, it does kind of border that a little bit. All right. I'm going to move on to clear audience. I don't want to run out of time here. Clear audience, if you can't tell, it's clear hearing. It's, and I can't do this at all. Zero ability for clear audience. Um, I tell you that and then I'm going to tell you a story of how it did work later. So (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But oddly enough, your clear audience is your your throat chakra. Throat chakra, where you use your voice to speak up for yourself. That's where you want to meditate on when you're practicing your clear audience. This is when you will actually hear phrases, names, messages in your ear. Now, something that I need to be incredibly clear about is that there are mental illnesses where people hear voices and people hear things that aren't really there. This is not that. Right. And if you think that is happening to you, you need to go to the doctor because I am not a doctor. I am not a medical specialist in any way. I teach sixth grade science people. That is my knowledge of the medical world. Okay. (laughs) Um, But clear audience, when you get that message, here is one way to tell the difference. They're going to be short phrases or words, one word, two words, three words, and never will it be violent. Never will it be harsh. Never will it be negative or mean. It will always be calm. It will always be peaceful. Most of the time, it's going to be happy. It's going to be um, uplifting and positive. Spirit is not a negative thing. It's never going to give you negative messages. So if you're getting negative things, if you're getting bad feelings, if you're getting um, harsh words, violent words, that's time to go to the doctor. Right. That's not what we're talking about. We are talking about phrases that spirit will give you to let you know who they are. Now, in a meditation state Mm -hmm. or just randomly? Either. I mean, could you be like at the grocery Mm -hmm. store and then all of a sudden you're hearing something and you're just like, okay, I have no idea. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I don't have a ton of practice with this because, again, it's my weakest clear. Um, I need to practice it more. Mm-hmm. But here's an example. I was doing a reading for someone um, one time and I heard Mija, Mija. Mm. And I just heard it a couple of times. I don't speak Spanish. You don't. I don't. I sure don't. Mm-hmm. And I kept hearing Mija, Mija. And I, when I say kept hearing, it was like two times, three times. And I said, I'm hearing Mija. 
Does that mean anything to you? And she got all teary. Yes, that's my grandmother. That's what she used to call me. You know, it's a very positive uh, term of endearment. endearment yeah. mm-hmm. So that's one way. That was not a negative thing. It was not harsh. It was kind. It was peaceful. It was, this is my, what I call my granddaughter. Right. She's Miha. Um, another example, you might hear uh, a brief little snippet of song lyrics. If you get a song stuck in your head, sometimes that's your clear audience. Go and pay attention to what this means. Is it every time? No. I've had 8675309 stuck in my head for two days now. It means nothing, okay? It means nothing other than it's going to drive me nuts. Exactly. Um, sometimes answers just pop into your head, just little one-word answers. Sometimes um, spirit can send you messages through noises. Um, an example is, and I think I shared this one time on the podcast, I my dog, my boxer passed away in... December, this past December. And when he passed, when he was alive, if he needed to go to the bathroom, he would go to the back door and do that talking thing that dogs are, where it's not a bark, but he thought he was a person. So he tried to talk and tell me. So I would, you know, my desk is back here behind me where I would do my work during the day. I would push my chair out. I'd go let him out. I'd sit back down. We played this game all day long because right. he was the boss of me. So <laughs> he was. <laughs> he really was. So the, the two or three days after he passed, I heard, I pushed my chair out to go let him out. And I went, wait a minute. Yep. He's not here. That's weird. But I heard it as clear as I heard it when he was alive. So that is clear audience. So that is an example of when it actually did work for me. And honestly, I wonder sometimes if he communicated with me that way, because that's all I, you know what I mean? Like that was such a thing for he and I to do all day long, 200 times a day, in and out, in and out, in and out. You know, he would go to the door and make that noise. Um, It can also happen a lot with sounds. So what I mean is if someone, let's say my, my grandfather came through and his name was Wiley with a, with a W. And I heard W. I heard Y. I heard Wyatt. I heard Y. I'm getting a what, what, what sound. Well, right. what does that what sound mean? And you would be able, I, I'd be able to tell you, oh, well, that means that's my grandfather, Wiley. You know, little sounds like that are T. You know, I, I'm getting a T sound, a ta, ta, ta. Maybe I'm hearing ta, but the person sitting in front of me had a, a brother that passed named Thomas or, right. or whatever. So those are clear audience signals. Never they be mean never will they be violent so keep those two things separated um a way to practice that is just go sit in silence again i know we don't want to do it you know but sit in silence go sit outside in the yard go find a park go sit somewhere where it's quiet and listen listen to the birds listen to the wind listen to the you know piece of trash flow around the sidewalk i mean whatever it is listen to all of the sounds that are around you and you're going to be able to tune in a little bit more to, to that clear. Right. You'll be able to start to hear things a little bit more. Um, I have people. Have you heard of people where they have like their ears ringing? Yes. And I'm always thinking somebody's talking about me and when my <laughs> hand is itching. I feel like I'm going to win the lotto. Uh-huh. That's and the indication of money. If your ear is itching, somebody's right. coming to visit. Yeah. Well, when you're, you have that ringing in your ear. I just wanted to address it briefly. I don't have an opinion about it. Some people say that that's spirit trying to send you a message. Some people say it's tinnitus. Go to the doctor. <laughs> I don't I don't have an opinion about it because it doesn't happen to me very often. And when it does, again, my skeptical brain goes, okay, tinnitus. Right. And maybe, and this is just coming to me now, 
Maybe that's why I don't have good, clear audience because I'm dismissing it constantly. Yeah. Dismissing, dismissing, dismissing. Um, so that's something else you could look for if that mm-hmm. interests you. All right, claircognizance. This is the last one we're going to go in depth into. Claircognizance means clear knowing. This is where it's information that's going to come into your crown chakra. It works with your crown chakra. And you just know this stuff. You don't know why you know it. You don't know how you know it. You just know it. You don't have a reason to know it. Um, Claircognizant is very instant. Your thoughts, if you think about this, when you are forming thoughts in your head, it takes seconds, it takes minutes to form, you know, your, a full thought. It doesn't happen instantaneously. It's drawn out. Clear cognizance is boom, it's there. Boom, you know the answer to but that. But it's not necessarily like words that are being like. It can be. Know. It can be a word. It can be an answer. It can be a, a, it's just a no. It's just, I just know the answer to this. I just know what this is going to be. Um Clear cognizance is a an inner knowing. A, like I said, it's just knowing where clairsentience, which sometimes people can mistake for claircognizance, is a physical feeling. That is where you're going to physically feel that in your body. So the difference between claircognizance and clairsentience is knowing and, and feeling. Phys- feeling. Like yeah. Physically feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think okay. about that gut feeling that you have. That is a physical sensation, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You don't just know. It is you are feeling it in your body. Yeah. Um, ways to practice your claircognizance. Guess the next song that's going to come on the radio. If you have um, your Pandora and you have it on, I don't know. I don't have Pandora because I'm 110 years old. Like We're that old. Yeah, I really would just rather have a mixtape. But <laughs> if you have your Pandora, whatever, or Spotify. And you have it on, do they have it on shuffle? Do you shuffle those? I think there is a shuffle mode. So shuffle, guess what song is going to be next? That's one way to practice your claircognizance. Um, have index cards, flashcards, right? Like I teach my kids to do on the, with their vocab words. Take a flashcard, an index card, and put a color on one side. And guess what color you're going to draw out of those, that flashcard deck. Um, also automatic writing. Do you know about automatic writing? Have you heard of that? Um, are you referring to like, you know, I've seen, uh, there's this one guy, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but I think he's, again, I don't want to say, maybe he's a psychic, but I, is it when they write just like violently, you know, mm-hmm. like during like a reading or, you know, they're just jotting down stuff, maybe not even making sense of it until they present yeah. it to. So automatic writing, it's been basically you put a, a writing utensil in your hand and spirit does the writing for you. Wow. Now, when I do my readings, I write, but that's not automatic writing. I'm writing down what I'm getting so I don't forget it. Right. Um, automatic writing is where they don't really even know what they're writing. They're just writing. If you've seen on TV, Cindy Kaza, Kaza she's a medium on TV. Mm-hmm. She does automatic writing. That's a good example of it. Um, but that's one way to practice claircognizance because, again, you're just going to know you know, you don't know how you're getting this information. You're just getting it. And he may be, I, I, I do recall that when he's writing it down, it's mm-hmm. almost like he's frantic. Yes. He's frantic. And, and, he's and that's automatic writing. Sweating. Yeah. Sweating. <laughs> when like I'm, yeah. When I'm writing when, during my readings, it's very intentional because I know what's in here. I've already formed the thought and yeah. now I'm writing. Yeah. Um, now let's talk about the two. Uh, there's two more that we're not really going to get too much into. Claire Alliance, I think is how you say it. That is clear smelling. So if you've ever smelled cigarette smoke, if you've ever smelled brandy or bourbon 
or I don't know, fresh baked oat milk cookies that grandma used to make. That is them sending you that message through smell. Have you ever had that happen to you? I have had that happen to me. So my father passed away when I was 13 years old. Um, it was very sudden. And I remember one of the things that we had to do was m- move to a new house. Mm-hmm. And it was right down the road. And I remember, you know, as as a 13-year-old, just being, like, angry. Like, this was my new life and everything. And now my mom had to work two jobs and everything. And I remember this this one day I was really, really missing my dad. Like, really, really missing him. I might get teary-eyed talking about it. But I remember being in the house alone. We had a dog and a cat that was, they were sleeping in another room. I mean, Emily, even the AC wasn't on. There was not, there was nothing. Now, my my dad used to wear this, like, Chanel number 5 cologne, right? I'm not even sure if it was a man's cologne. <laughs> but anyway, that's another that's another story. It might have been perfume. But anyway, it was Chanel number five. And he always had this bottle. Always had this bottle. And I remember, you know, like when he would come home, I, I, I'd be able to smell it. I am not lying. I was laying in my bed thinking about my dad. And then all of a sudden, it's almost like somebody had taken a bottle and just literally sprayed. I mean, it sprayed it in my face it was that wow it wasn't just like a hint of a, of a, a smell it was literally that strong emily there was no chanel number no. five in right. my room my mom had a bottle like packed up in a box at the bottom of her closet and i remember telling my mom this i was like ma you know this happened i felt crazy yeah and she was like that has happened before to me when I've thought of him. Oh, that's so lovely. So again, like not knowing, and, and that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, that was him just like absolutely. Sending me, like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, don't, don't be worry. upset. Yeah, don't yep. be sad. I'm here. Yeah, yep. that is so cool. I have never had that happen to me before. It, I, I can remember the day. I can remember how the sun, honestly, I can remember the sun shining down on the window. I remember like the thoughts I was having. And then all of a sudden, and I, it it took me back. Like I literally got up and freaked out. Oh. I was like, "Is somebody home? Right? Does somebody have a bot? You know, there was nobody home. No AC. That is no amazing. Didn't that make nothing. you feel wonderful though? It 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 was scary at first, mm-hmm. but then it, yes, absolutely it did. I love that. Yep, that is so cool. Yep. Has it happened to you since? Um, or was that the only time? Uh, I've gotten hints of that cologne at like just the weirdest times Mm -hmm. and it's always when i'm alone and maybe when i'm just like maybe deep in thought maybe not meditation but maybe just like deep in thought Mm -hmm. that's awesome that is awesome i wonder if any of our listeners if you guys have had that happen to you something like that i would love to hear about it oh yeah you can you can call us text us send it put it in comments whatever you need to do but that's that's awesome and the last one is claire gust gustance Gustins, which is the clear tasting. So mm-hmm. you ever um, taste, like if you're just sitting there, I guess, and maybe you taste whiskey and that made you think of your grandfather or you, I don't know, had a, a taste of coconut and that was, you know, that is another way they would communicate with you. Now that also never happened to me before, mediumistically. I've never tasted something and in, in the person been like, oh yeah, that was, you know, so-and-so she used to make that recipe or whatever it is but that is something else that can happen is that you can feel it or you can taste uh, 
This, this is stupid. Taste of feeling? Taste of memory. How about that? No, it is. No, it kind of, that's cheesy, but it kind of is. You're tasting something that they're trying to get you to think about. Like literally, I oh, I used to live in Germany. Mm-hmm. We lived in Berlin. And I remember that there was this like ice cream shop down the street. And my dad and my mom used to take me to go and get this lemon sorbet. Now, listen, we live in Florida where ice cream is very popular <laughs> and sorbet is too. But I have never, like, it's very few and far between that you find. And I'm telling you, Emily, when I, when I do find it, it literally takes me back to moments. Yep. And it's just like, it might be just like for a few months, but like, I, I can taste the memory. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. My grandmother had pears were her thing. So anytime I see a pear, not that I think every single pear I see is a message from her, but it, it does. It triggers that memory of her. Because we used to make pear salad, which I know pear is salad. Kind of, I didn't even know that was. A, we're from Alabama. Things are a little different. I'm from Georgia. I'm okay. right there with you. <laughs> it's delicious, though. I love a pear salad. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um. So then. How how would I like go about. Like trying to find out which which clear like I am. Like I've told you, I've experienced the mm-hmm. smell. I've experienced like which one's your strongest? Like which? Like what do I need to? D- Are you going to say the M word again? Maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one thing you can do though, the way I learned my strongest one is I did it. I practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced readings, medium readings, psychic readings, just in mediumship circles, and I practiced and I practiced and I practiced. I'm still practicing because I'm not great at all of them yet. Right. You know, I'm still working through them, but that's how I learned to develop the ones that I have developed is just by practice. And guys, that is the best way to do it. In my opinion is get out there, hands on dive in practice and see how spirit is sending you messages. Um, you can also, there's a book that I read. It's called, hang on, getting it, getting it, getting it. It's called spirited by Rebecca Rosen. This is one of the first books I read when I started this work up again, it's, I don't even know what year it was published, but it's, it's an older book. Um, but she suggests just sitting quietly in a room. And then once everything is quiet and you're kind of, your mind is a little bit slower. What do you notice first? Do you notice something that you see? Do you notice a smell? Do you notice a sound? Are you noticing a taste? What do you notice What do you notice first? That's one way to kind of figure out what your strongest suit is and maybe start working on that one first. Um, Other ways that I have heard is you need to also, and this really helped me, practice with affirmations. So I, you know, it's safe for me to see. It's safe for me to hear. It's safe for me to feel because your body may reject it. Yeah, it may just be, you know, this is dangerous because um, as you guys know, when I was a little girl, I saw things and I, my medium abilities were hundred percent. Let's go. I'm seeing stuff. I'm getting stuff. I shut mm-hmm. it down because it was scary. Right. It's scary to be four and five years old and seeing people in your house, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. that's not supposed to be there. Or they look a little different or there's, you know, injuries. It's a little scary. So I shut that down and I didn't realize that's what I was doing. But saying those affirmations, it's safe for me to see spirit. It's safe for me right. to hear spirit. I'm retraining my body. I'm retraining my brain that it's okay 
You know, this stuff yeah. is okay. I'm here to help. I'm here to to help these people to to get messages to their loved ones and and help their loved ones deal with the grief of not having them around anymore. But I'm sure it, it can be like you know, seeing seeing things. Mm-hmm. You know, like you could possibly just be like at a party and just mm-hmm. dip out into the background, and you know, everybody's wondering. What's wrong with that yeah. Well, everyone and, wonders that anyway. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a true statement, guys. Um, but. You know, it, it could be very, very uncomfortable, even even when you're welcoming it, you know, it, you know, like, you know, being in a corner because you see something that mm-hmm. not everybody sees and you may not feel comfortable actually like, hey, Bob, um, yeah, yeah. I hate to tell you, but your your ex-wife yeah. who passed five she, years ago is behind you. Yeah, she's not happy. I'm she's not. <laughs> <laughs> They're always happy. Just teasing. <laughs> I remember you were sitting at my house one day, just right over there, not, I don't know, a year ago, maybe. Yeah. And yeah. We, we were, you were talking about your dad and he walks in right behind you and I start looking I and know. I go, yeah, you had a really weird look yeah. on your face, <laughs> but and you like, knew what I was doing. So I don't know. It was okay. Cause I was like, Joe, how tall is your dad? Right. <laughs> and it was so, you know, I was like, is he five? I think I said, is he five ten? And you said, he's no, he's five nine or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like an inch off. I was like, he's. He's hanging out. He likes you talking about him. That is but it amazing. Was, it was funny because I just, I, I couldn't stop looking up over your head. And then I felt rude because I'm trying to, you're talking, you know, you're having an emotional moment about your dad and I'm trying to be a good friend, but dude's hanging out. <laughs> yeah. I was, I would love to have that. I call it a superpower. That's what it is. Um, I would love to, to, to you to do. Able, you just have to practice it. I have never seen anybody like I don't think that I would be able to see like that and I, I would love to experience that it's pretty cool it's pretty cool but if you practice you can everybody can with enough enough practice and and belief and I think your your belief is definitely there for yeah. sure for sure yeah all right guys guess what time it is what time is it is time for psychic game <laughs> okay it's exciting let's do it so we are gonna practice psychometry today so uh, we've done a lot of work with visualizing what's in the box and what color and that sort of thing now psychometry is a practice where you can touch an object and that object will trigger your clairvoyance your clairsentience you'll feel things you'll see things you might hear things and you're going to get information about the person who owned that object there are some rules that we have to lay down and you asked me earlier, I brought this out. And if you're not watching on YouTube, it's just a jar of crushed up sage, but it looks like a jar of crushed up marijuana. It's not. It's not though. And I, I keep it because when I go to the store, like to the metaphysical stores and I buy new stones or I buy, you know, bracelets or whatever, I always stick it in here for about 24 hours, clean the energy off. And then it's my energy. It's a blank sheet again. Right. Um, I also am big into secondhand jewelry. I love secondhand jewelry. So anytime I go to an antique shop and buy earrings or a necklace or whatever, it goes in here first because nice. that person's energy is on it. Plus every person who's touched it, right? So think about the stones you buy at the shops, the crystals. How many people have picked that stone up and gone, mm, that one's not for me and put it back. You know, you, you need to get all that off before you can work with it. So what I did is we're going to, we're going to use Joe as our guinea pig. Oh God, I hope I pass. I have a necklace and this necklace belonged to um, someone that I know and it's been given to me now. So what I want you to do, Joe, and this is what your, our listeners can do. You get a piece of jewelry 
an item. It doesn't have to be jewelry. It can be anything. I pick jewelry because it's little and we can hold it in our hand. Um, you want to cleanse it and you can cleanse it by putting it in sage like I did. You can take sage and just smudge around it, burn the smoke around it for a, a couple of seconds. Um, just cleanse the old energy off yeah. of it. Then I'm going to hand that to you and you just close it up in your hand. And what you're going to do once it's in your hand is you're just going to not go into a meditation. Um, it is good to practice a, a quick meditation before you go into something like this, just to kind of clear your head. Um, but you want to close your eyes and everything you feel, you see in your head, anything you hear, you smell, you taste, write it down. So instead of writing today, though, you're just going to speak and I'm going to write and then I'm going to tell you, oops, I'm going to tell you what you got correct, what is spot on. So Again, I told I you, I pass this. it's not a pass. It's <laughs> not a pass. It's not a fail. So you guys, when you do this, I'm going to let Joe kind of, I'm going to talk to you a minute while she's thinking and, and trying to get information here. When you're doing this, there's not a right and wrong. Okay. Whether you get a, a hair color, a height, a personality, a, a memory, anything can be relevant. You just have to write it down and let that person know. So if you're doing this with a friend and they give you a, a bracelet or a ring or a, a pocket watch, whatever it is, let that person know because it's their job to figure it out, not yours. You're just giving the information. So Joe, you got anything yet? You know, I'm 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 really feeling uh there there's like a little blonde haired girl. Okay. Um and I'm trying to like don't make think, sense of it. Just say it. Yeah, what you I'm get. trying to think of like what time period this is. You know, she has like a short little like dress and like these little, almost like you know the Morton Salt girl kind of okay. outfit. Mm -hmm. Um, her her hair is like not a bob, but back when you know bangs straight mm -hmm. across were cool. And there's some kind of farm. Like this is a good memory. This is like. Whoever gave this to her, maybe a, a a male gave this to her, and I see just like a like what I feel is like a one of those little Hallmark towns where everything's perfect. Like we're that old, Emily. What's the name of that um, show with Andy Griffith? Well, oh, yeah. Mayberry. That's what I'm getting. Okay, and I'm gonna stop you there. We could go on and on and on for. 15, 20 more minutes. Everything you said is spot on. And I need you listeners to know, Joe's never done this before. This is, I literally just told her right before we started filming or uh, recording that this is what we're going to do. Like she's never done this can before. I, can I look at yeah, it? Yeah, you can look at it. That necklace belonged to my grandmother. It was my grandmother's necklace. It was given to her by um, my mom and dad. Years and years and years and years and years and years and years ago. When my grandmother passed, it was handed to me. Now, my mother... And here's where the energy cleansing comes into play, guys. Everything you said here is about my mom and not my grandmother. And so that's, that doesn't mean Joe was wrong. She was correct about every single thing. My mom, they used to tell her she looked like the Morton Salt girl because Shut she up. had the bangs. She had, and I'm not, like, I have goosebumps. I'm not even joking. She had the little short dress that she, they told her she looked like. I'll show you a picture of her at some point. We lived in rural Alabama. It was exactly like Mayberry. It was 
you know, the cute little porches and the cute little houses. Like this is bringing and, some kind of emotion out of me. Like, I feel like crying. Because, yeah. like, again, like, folks, this is, like, I've never done never, this. Never. Never. Emily told me that, hey, we're going to do a game. But I didn't know it was really going to be this. No. I said, we're going to do a game. And then we laughed at the stage like marijuana and we started recording. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's as far as we, we got with it. Um, the farm thing, there's tons of farms in that little town um, where I lived. There was a farm behind my house um, where my mother lived. Like I said, everything you got was about my mother who gave that necklace to my grandmother. I mean, down to the Morton Salt girl. She was a blonde-haired little girl. The bangs, they said that's what they said she looked like. You said it was a gift from a male, probably. My dad also gave that gift. I mean, it was a, a joint gift to my grandmother. But Yeah, I can still see her, though. I can mm -hmm. still see this little girl. And... and it is a little Hallmark town. It's a cute little town. Isn't that crazy? So, guys, this is something you can do. It's not everything she said. I wrote down and she got it all right. And, and you can do that too. Just trust what you're getting. And what I liked about what you were doing is you said, I'm feeling, I'm seeing, I'm sensing. You are using your clairs. You used your clairsentience. You used your clairvoyance to do that. You just didn't know that's what you were doing. This is going to make me a little emotional. This is really cool. Like, it's really this cool. It's really, really cool. It's and really so cool. So you're saying that this is how old? I couldn't tell you. I'd say at least 60 or 70 years old. Yeah. And see, that's her initials? That's her initials. Yes, oh, her monogram. Marjorie Louise. I would like to play this game again. It is so fun. It's addicting, isn't it? Yeah. So you guys can do this at home. Just find somebody that you can work with that you don't know everything about their, you know, their no, grandparents, great-grandparents. No. I've known you for 100 years, but you still didn't know no. anything about that. Absolutely. Where are you going to get Morton Salt Girl from? You know what I mean? And that's, my, yeah. that's what they used to tell my mom. I'll show you a picture of her later. Well, guys, that is it for today's show. I hope you guys are going to take away a lot of good information from this. Um, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We need those subscriptions um, to continue to reach more audience members. Remember, if you're, wa if you're watching on YouTube, leave us a little comment. That's how we get um, shown to other people. That's how our videos come up on other, pla on other um, people's that aren't subscribers how it comes up on their feed. Um, you can always call and text us at 904-469-0020. You can reach out to us via email on our websites, blackcreekparanormalservices at gmail.com or revronaldflores at gmail.com. We have a packed October for you guys. Lots of spooky season fun coming up. So make sure you're tuning in the next few weeks. Thank you again, Joe, for joining yes. us. And she will be back. I have a feeling we're going to be practicing psychometry yes. for the rest of the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like that. You guys have a wonderful week and we'll talk to you next time.